This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Thanks for being on the journey with me on this latest episode of the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. And that's you. And for all our cousins celebrating Thanksgiving across the pond from us here in the UK, we appreciate you. And may you be blessed in all the ways you need to be going forward day by day. We live in interesting times, and alpacas keep me smiling. And I hope they do you too. In this episode, I want to talk about how alpacas interact with other animals. Inquisitive by nature, tipping towards friendly when you play your cards right, they always have their predator antennae up and on alert, ready for the wind to change and engaging their breakaway skills of spit and kick, or if the threat demands it, the advance towards with purpose. You don't want to see that. Generally inquisitive wins out. Regularly, the alpacas advance towards strangers or sneak up behind them, leaning forward to sniff and check them out. Of course, visitors sometimes misinterpret this for aggression, but it's not. If an alpaca advances with aggressive tendencies, you will know about it. The body language is completely different, and it's most unusual. We have Welsh Springer Spaniels. Over time, both sides have come to respect each other. A relatively early encounter with the males was particularly memorable. We were out walking the hillside and ended up by the field shelter with our dog and the alpacas. Because of food and general interest, the alpacas gathered and stood around, and in the midst of everything had their attention on us rather than the dog. Holly, who took advantage and moved in closer for a sniff of Owen's back foot, Owen was the herd sire, that was a surprise to him, and he took offence. But without panic, he turned his head slightly to keep an eye on Holly the dog, and repositioned himself, and then kicked her in the ribs, squarely, smartly, very definitely. I could have expected an instant lash out, but this was something else. Very deliberate, very precise, and with the intent, I believe, of teaching the dog a lesson. Some manners, if you like. She remembered this for a long time and gave the alpacas a wide berth with plenty of respect. Most of the time, the alpaca's response would be ears up and alert, but not overly concerned. Mind you, that was our dogs, and they always respond with alarm cries and wedge formation to advance towards the threat if there's a strange dog appears. The female with Korea particularly respond, check where the youngsters are and call them in close. They bunch together then to form a wedge with herd protectors at the front and babies in the middle, well hidden and protected. If the threat is less immediate, the adults will stand forward and watch at alert. There is then a herd thing, then what else to call it? A herd thing where adults make little movements, slight steps, hardly noticeable, until you realise that the career have all disappeared from view, blocked by the bodies of the herd, mothers in particular, and the rest as well. It's a herd thing, and a just-in-case. Of course, the super-inquisitive career keep trying to peep round and see what's going on. Sheep and alpacas have produced some interesting interactions here too. Generally, our fences are good and secure, but sometimes a ewe and a lamb sneak or squeeze through the fence and then are loose out and about in the valley. 
more difficult to return home. It's a bit of a logistical challenge when working solo, opening a gate to let them get back home, and at the same time giving access to more sheep to wander in. While they are here, they sometimes meet the alpacas, who, as you now know, want to do the sniff test. 15 to 20 alpacas all advancing towards you can feel a bit daunting if you're a lone ewe with lamb. If the sheep runs, the alpacas sometimes do too, following on, which produces a chase scenario. And I thought they were supposed to protect them. As with anything new, adjustment is not instantaneous, but it takes a bit of time to acclimatise, becoming familiar, and to assess the threat level. After a while, they do tend to settle nearby. If we had sheep as well, I'm sure they would be absolutely fine, and I'm sure they would get used to this. This was demonstrated by a bold ewe with attitude, who heard the alpaca feed being put out in the troughs and came running to join in. As accepted as anyone is when there is food to compete for, it was my chasing the ewe off rather than the alpacas. Unfortunately, with my biased eyes, I tend to view sheep as parasite factories on legs, so I'm never too keen to have them around if I don't know their health status. Cats. Cats are different again. No, I mean in the way the alpacas react. I do know there's a difference between a cat and an alpaca. But now you come to mention it, there are some strong similarities. Friendly, but always on their terms. Induced ovulators, which also includes rabbits, ferrets and camels, and of course alpacas, they watch you with their ears while looking the other way. And they purr. Uh, sorry, not really. I just made that up. The alpacas hum. We had a little cat. She looked like a kitten, but she wasn't. She never grew any bigger. She's just a little cat. And she lived outside, down by the waterside buildings. Regularly, she would get stranded in the midst of the herd of alpacas because she came to shout at me for attention and food. Occasionally, I had to pick her up to rescue her from all the looming heads. But usually, she coped and managed to find a way through the very interested alpacas. They loved the idea of checking her out. Her, not so much. Mostly it was friendly inquisitiveness, but occasionally they seemed to actively chase after her. The alarm cry was usually only employed when she was spotted stalking through the long grass in the midst of their field. The career in particular found cats fascinating. When young, it is anything that moves that needs investigating. Later, mischief starts to come into play. This was true of the chickens we had running with the alpacas. Kriya would inevitably move towards the chickens who would move away, which made the alpaca follow faster and the chickens moved away faster. As the Kriya got older, it became more of a game until it reached the point that they were not satisfied until they made her squawk. The grey wagtails down by the lake received the same interest and over-attention, but they're quicker to dart away, but then tease the career with their bobbing and tail-wagging. Geese, well, they're good at teaching some respect. It is amazing what a good hiss can do for changing a career's mind about the game they wanted to play. Their natural guarding and protective behaviour, and the tendency to absorb other species into the herd protectorate, makes alpacas great flock guards. But it takes careful introduction and some are better than others. However, there is the natural tendency. I think it's another thing where it's a herd thing, where the protection comes particularly from a group of alpacas, more than just a couple. With larger animals, such as horses and cattle, all things are possible, and they may well get used to each other. 
but personally, I would exercise a fair degree of caution before mixing them. I know of a horse owner who added in alpacas that were injured by a deliberate kick from the horse. Cattle tend to get quite excited or even panicked by alpacas. Given the size of these animals compared to the alpacas, the risks are significantly higher. Wisdom, patience and an alternative solution for housing and grazing are required. It may not work out. If in doubt, don't is a good starting place. If you have other experience, I'd love to hear from you. Do let me know. Naturally inquisitive, yeah. Gregarious, maybe not. Friendly, on their terms, definitely. Wanting to be included and involved in what's going on, for sure. Alpacas, as herd animals, like to be in a group, like to be in the midst of whatever is happening. Alpacas make great companion animals and are a distinctive addition to your life. I'm certainly glad to have them in mine. What's your favourite alpaca and story? Could be a cat, a dog or a donkey. Write and let me know. Or better yet, send me a voice message using the button on the website or the link in the show notes. Enjoy your grateful gatherings if you're celebrating Thanksgiving. And I hope to see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a good day.